episode of Head Choppers here with my co-host, Ilfil the Barber. What's up, what's up, everybody? This gentleman sitting right next to Phil is Mr. Tyreek Jackson. Legend. We got him in the front. Legend. We really appreciate you for this and sitting down here with us. Man, um, I was just talking to you and letting you know um, a lot of people don't don't know about this, but uh, those who've been following Tyreek for a long time, man, I've seen you from the Prince days. Well, that's, that's Bronner Brothers, man. A lot of people don't know about Down South competition. That's a competition that happens in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, I believe. And uh, it's a different type of competition. Uh, you used to throw those competitions or you attended? I was, I was a participant in it. Participant? I for $25,000. Oh, nice. Wow. Uh, did you win? Yeah, I won. Oh, man. Oh, man.
um, I saw that there was a big need because I was managing people. As I'm managing people, I'm running into the same headache every time we hire somebody, same headache after headache after headache, and everybody thinking they're their own boss and the shop not being run very well. And so um, he gave me a management position. And I said, you know, I'm going to open up my shop one day. I'm going to open up a school. But I, while I was in school, I said one day I'm going to be a teacher and I'm going to have a school. Like that, I have the newsman yeah. article oh, yeah. of that. It was just an idea. Did, but I believe that if I can create an opportunity, it would help the people like myself who needed a way to get education for barbering. And I love barbering way more, but I'm so grateful for my cosmetology background. Okay, just because the foundational, fundamental things that I learned through it. So, to get to the meat of what you're asking me, all of you have worked in shops, you either owned or worked somewhere, you hiring the same type of people, the same mindset of people. And so, my Tyree Talk Tuesdays, it actually started because one of my, we do a, a motivational quote every morning. Every morning for 10, 15 minutes, motivational quote. So, while we were doing it, one Tuesday morning, uh, Instagram, maybe three weeks prior to, was like live. They had now had live yeah, capability. Yeah. yeah. And she said, you should go live. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like, if I do that, I'm going to have to do it all the time. Exactly. And so we just keep our motivational push. She said, people need to hear what you're talking about right now. Thank you, IG Live. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, IG Live. <laughs> so, so her name was Elena Cook. She said, we're going to call it Tyree Talk Tuesday. And I was like, no, 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 no. Why don't we just name it like conversations at premiere or something like that she's like no you're talking it's tuesday we're gonna call Tyree 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 Tuesday. Tuesday. and i'm like i don't want it to be about me and she said i don't care if you want it to be about you it's what you're saying that people need to hear so i was like whatever i'm not gonna argue with this lady we went live yeah we went live 12 people jumped on what was more important was the dms i got afterwards within them 24 hours wait that that's, was, can i jump in real quick that's important you said how many people jumped on 12 12 people yes yeah, 12 people and that was the first day that you started the first day I did my life. so look at the difference now like 12 people got you even more motivated and now look how many people talk you yep, yes so, you know so some, that, that might take some people down some might be like wow 12 people yeah. got on 300 people watched, 20 people watched. Yeah, so yeah. I could see, like, people getting, like, discouraged on the having a number. Views. Yeah, so just, let me, to, to anyone who wants to go live, what may help you with that is to put a piece of tape over yeah. your phone and hide the number. Just hide the number. Don't focus on the number. Hide the number. Focus on what you're doing. Oh, and that's so excellent idea. I don't look at my phone. At first, a student was holding my phone while I was live. Yeah. So I'm just talking. That's how it started. I had yes, 12 I people. That. I remember Yeah. It's uh, actually, he's one of your barbers. Yeah, huh? he is, Deshaun. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it was Angel uh, Angel Lynn. She used to hold the phone. And then Deshaun was holding the phone. And then Elena was holding the phone. She's the one who originally okay. told me to do it. And so the next Tuesday came. And But let me get back to what I was saying. I had 12 viewers. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, it was the direct messages that I got within those 24 hours. Wow, I really needed to hear that today. That was really important. Thank you for sharing that. How often do you do this? And I went back to school and I showed it to Elena and I said, look, look what look what happened. She said, good, we're gonna do it next Tuesday, right? It's gonna be Tyreek Talk Tuesday. I said, no, we're not gonna call it that. <laughs> so on Monday, 
She said, I can't wait till tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, what's up with tomorrow? She goes, Tyreek Talk, talk Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm like, oh my God. And so that's really how it started. Yeah. So I just, I said, you know what? I'm going to do it, whatever. And I kept doing it. She ended up dying a few months later. Oh, yeah, man. she did. But but you know what? The legacy lives on. How old was this lady? Uh, she was she was uh, in her fifties. She okay. was a Harvard student. She was a career student. She was solid. She had an aneurysm, is what happened, and uh, went into a coma. But besides that, her spirit lived on. What she yep. wanted to see happen is happening. You guys have been inspired by. It. You're sharing it. The people, even your clients, are probably enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Now your Tyreek Talk Tuesdays for the clients, right? <laughs> no, it's it has a lot more meaning to me now. Yeah, awesome. That you told me the story. You know, like oh. even more now. Like now, you know now I know the history of yeah. where it came from, and it's like yeah. Sometimes well, thank that you say, and also educate the clients that I have in my chair, mm. whether it's with products, whether it's true. I I do the same thing too. Something that goes with with the features of his face or whatever it is. It's just it's good to educate the, the client as well. I, I, that's hundred percent. I believe in that. Thank you. And um, you inspire that. Um, Definitely do. Watching for the first day that you saw the door and stuff, I'm like, wow, man. I did the same thing, I, right? I felt like we needed somebody like yourself in this industry and the way that you express yourself and the way you say it. Uh, it's, it's you guys have seen me crying all kinds of times. Yeah, man. Hey. All right, listen. Y'all was crying. <laughs> <laughs> listen. <laughs> you was crying? When, when people crying, I look in their eyes, I, I end up crying. So I'll uh, 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 like, you know. Well, so, yeah. you know, half of my arguments end with Tyreek would have just said this. <laughs> Tyreek did it. And they're like, oh, okay, all right. If Tyreek did it, then, then good. Okay. You know, it, all right, you're right. Interesting because um, I think a lot of people are trying to be famous. Yes, definitely. They they're trying definitely to be are. famous. I'm and not. I'm, I'm trying to be impactful. And I love that because no. you, you and Morby Moore are, are similar to that. Where look at Morby Moore. He's doing the free admission event. That's what I was telling you this orders. week. And not a lot of people do that. And, and your your folks that you could send to a barbie when I see you there and you say hello, you shake my hand, and it's not a person that shakes my hand and just walks away. You actually are a person that you're humble, you can talk to. Mari Mar, same thing with him. You can talk to him and you share your knowledge with us, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I like. Because I, I'm not going to say no names here, but I've met people in the past and I've talked to them. And I'm like, damn, I support you. Right. And then... Now they want to support you because of the way you act, the attitude that you just I'll, I'll rub her some, some feathers for you since you don't want to say something. Um, <laughs> you just spoke about this. You just spoke about it this week. It was 11 something that night a few days ago. You were speaking about this. I came into work the next day. So I watched Tyreek last night. And uh, he was talking about how barbers, you know, like these people are buying your products, you know, just stop and talk to them, you know, like these. So it's almost like that when I was at the CT Barber Expo, I seen. A lot of people talking to you, and I was like, I, I want to meet this guy, man. Like, this is my favorite dude listening to. I need to meet him. But there was so many people, I was like, I don't want to just be in there. I, like, want to meet you. Like, how you doing, you know? Like, I just met you in the hallway. And I was like, hi. Sorry. I, you know, like, I didn't even know what to say because I was like, I looked around like, oh, my God, it's just us three right now. Like, all the things I wanted to say was self I, I I couldn't get it out, but I was like, I got it over with. I said, man, I just met Tyreek. No, no, no but he, hey, listen, I love, I love my job. I love what I do. I love the barber industry, and I love like watching you guys, like, uh, like Marv, you, and this shit really most like motivates the shit out of me. I definitely appreciate it. You know, like most people are transactional, and so if there's no transaction, 
and they can't gain something from it, then why do it? Well, there's a very few people that are personable and relational. I'm a relationship guy. I was social before social media. So it's very easy for me. I definitely am too. You have a lot of this younger generation, they want to be famous, and they think it's cool to be famous, and they can care less. It's like, oh, yeah, what's up? And then they're on their phone like, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 okay. Oh, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, follow me, follow me. Yeah, you know, that's that's not the way to go, you know. Have a genuine conversation. You never know that that person might be the next phase to your career based off of the relationship. You don't know Mm -hmm. what they do. You know, we spoke. I didn't know you had a podcast, and right away I was like, let's do it. Yeah, and then yeah. right now is the best time to take advantage of it. Yep. We don't have nothing to Nothing going on right now. Yep. Let's get it going. Yep. Let's get it popping. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for coming by, man. The barbershop, and whether you're a barbershop owner or just a barber that represents that barbershop, barbershops are pillars to the community. And the most thing that's very important within barbershops is the relationship with your community. Mm. You know, and that's why I say with these guys nowadays, like you said, they're just... They just want to be famous. They just want to see numbers on their grams. And just what us do here at Head Choppers Radio, numbers is no matter to us. Nope. We like to share, like bring guys like you on the show for real and share what we know about the barber industry for so long. You know, because... This is what I want. Yeah, free Man, we, we, we go to so many other places and, and do this. Like, we pretty much don't say no. You know, we'll go to New York. We were at Truth the Barber. He was at, uh, you know Truth? He's no. at Barber School now. But, uh, yep. He does a lot of com- comedy skits. Comedy skits, but um, so he, he had us down. Barber School now. He's at American Barber Institute down in, uh, I believe it's 36th and 5th on Manhattan. In New York, so... Um, but he was great. He's just he's like you. Just like you, man. So I like to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> Truth, yeah. I, he would probably like to meet you too. But um, also, you see him doing his thing on Instagram. But he's a guy that also shares his knowledge. He'll take his students within the school and teach them. He'll grab their hand as they're as clipping, and they'll be like, "No way, watch." You know, and, and help guy. Like I seen you do it before too. Like, I seen you go to the person. Transactional. Yeah. My information is valuable. You got to pay for my time. I'm not saying that that's not true, but what would this conversation have been like if you would have said, hey, Terry, we do a little podcast thing over here, and I'm over here at the booth, and it's not, well, you know, you got to talk to my manager if you want to go ahead and do the podcast, because, you know, yep. you'd have been like, man, what a jerk. <laughs> yeah, probably. We're sitting around. <laughs> I'd have been like, damn, I didn't think Tyreek was like that, you know, so. Yeah, let's have a conversation. Um. I think that my Tyreek Talk Tuesdays has become, it's more like a ministry to me. It is. It is. I I think I'm talking to people who won't take the time to go into church, and I'm giving them some biblical uh, mindset, right, that's going to help them in their business and in their family. You're like my priest right now, man, for real. Yeah, right? You know, hey, that's wrong. You shouldn't do that because then the pastor don't like me. You know, but. I'm just giving a perspective and sharing so they can think and look in the mirror and evaluate themselves and say, do I do that? Am I like that? Hey, how can I do this better? He yep. gave a few suggestions. And then they go home and they're hitting dinner with their wife. And they're like, hey, I was listening to Tyree talk Tuesday. Look what he said today. And the wife's like, mm-hmm. And they're like, do I do that? I'm getting these direct messages. Yep. Thank you, Tyree, for what you shared, man. I had a conversation with my wife at dinner, blah, blah, blah. I have... I got guys on Instagram that you've seen them, they're popular, doing all kinds of stuff, but they DM me privately and say, because of what you're doing, I opened my first shop. You would have never known, because you see them cutting, you think they already own a shop, you see yeah, them doing a yeah. video, they're like, I opened my first shop because of what you've been sharing. I got a repost page, we were talking about the repost yep. the other day. He said, hey, listen, I continue to share your stuff 
because of you. I opened my first location. I did this and I did that. But he was a repost page. You know, and it was a long. I had to scroll through this actual. Oh, to find a page? No, 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 oh, no, 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 through the no. conversation. Like when he sent me the DM, it wasn't okay. just like a little gray bubble. It was a long, long. gray. Okay. Thank you for your Tyree Talk Tuesday. Thank you he for went in. sharing. Yeah, he went all the way sure. in. And so it was It was just, that's why I continue to do what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I, I can't even stop. Like, I, I, How do you find the time? Yeah, we got to thank you for that. Also, he also educates in financial stuff with Walrus. Yes. get through it if they don't know what it's going to take to do it. The problem is most people want to invest their money in sneakers. They're not trying to invest their money in their future. Yeah. You know, I like nice stuff too, but for a long time I sacrificed it. I remember one day the bank called me. I got a great relationship with the bank. And they said, Tyreek, I don't know if you know, but the IRS just took $12,000 out of your account. And I was like, which one? I wasn't like, oh my God, it took, I was like, which account did they take it out of? So she told me which account it was, and I was like, all right, do you know why? They said, I don't know. So I had mail that I received that I didn't check. Yeah. I didn't check so, it. I, uh, owed, I was apparently owed money to them. My accountant, I called them up. I sent them the information. This is hey, all taxes? Yeah, it's all taxes. Yep. I said, here's a lien on my uh, bank account. It took 12 grand. Here's my, he said, oh, I'll take care of it. Filled out a paper, did what he had to do, had a conversation with them, submitted the paperwork. They returned my money. Okay. It wasn't all of it. Yep. They returned, I think it was like 10, I think it was like uh, nine and some change, like 9,800 something. So it was, it was 10 grand. But it wasn't 12. Yeah, definitely. Right? It wasn't 12. And uh, I learned something through that. And so these are things that I can share because people ain't going to talk about that. They're not going to get up and be like, yeah, no, definitely took my money. No, they're not going to talk about definitely. that. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Oh, always. What would you do with it? I just started my my first shop. Mm -hmm. I've been a barber. 
Okay. But two How months ago, put into the business. About uh, thirty grand. Okay. About thirty grand. Could you use another? Out of 15, my pocket. Could you use another fifteen, twenty grand? Yes, to help the business. Okay. I could. Yeah, so definitely. If you're, if you're using PayPal or Square, they have working capital loan. Okay, I didn't know that. So, so you're using Venmo, great, because you ain't trying to turn down no money. So you're we, using, I've been telling him you square. Listen, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. So People told me to get credit cards from Home Depot, no, and I did right it. I just kept going in. You asked me the question, is credit good? Yeah, I'm about to give you some game right now. For free ni free 99. Free 99. This is my car. Okay. Right? So what I do is all my transactions come through PayPal, all of them. I didn't even know PayPal had a card. Yeah, I didn't know that. Listen, all of my transa transactions, even my barbers, I have a small percentage of them on purpose that pay the chair rent. What's that right there? What's this at? Chair rent. Chair rent, $200. Look, and then, and then what we got going on? Payments, $5 fees, haircut prices, $5 fees. Look at all the $5 fees. All those transactions come through PayPal. So when my computer breaks down, I can go right on my phone, Your phone and check. Yep. And they give me money for making money. That's if you go to a bank, they're going to say, no, you're a barber. We don't trust your business. That's, That's what they real. said to okay, me. Okay, I know. So I, I had to come out of pocket so much. Right. That I was, come out 30 grand. And then I ran out of money and I was working all day from like 7 to 10 at night. Whatever I made, uh, honestly... It felt good because I know I bust my butt off, but yes, yes, I could have. If you need to run those transactions from PayPal, you need 200 transactions. I'm going to speak to PayPal. 200 transactions for $20,000 in revenue, right, in a year. If you do that within that year, you can now take, you can, you're able to apply for a working capital loan. That working capital loan is money that you can, and here's the best part, you don't pay the monthly payment on that loan. How do you pay? Yearly? Ah, that's a good question. You listening? <laughs> Listen, how you pay that is you buy the loan up front. So let's just say you're getting a thousand dollar loan. It's yes. simple. You buy the loan for fifty dollars. If you're getting a sixteen thousand dollar, you buy it for three, four hundred. Oh, so there's no interest after I just I buy it, bling, 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 and then I just pay that back after. So that's so, yes. so what they do is here's what they do. You've been making money. PayPal. Right? You've been making money. We're talking about hypothetically you. Yeah. You seen I've been making money. You I see that five dollar transaction. Y'all can't see that, but what you see on my phone? Five, five, five. Chair rent. 200, 300, yeah, 5, 5, 150, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, if you was through PayPal, you're earning money. They see how much money you're earning. You buy the loan. So if you get a $16,000 loan, let's just have hypothetical. Okay. You got to pay $400. It's $16,400 is what you're getting because they're taking that from you. You okay. bought it up front. All right. Okay. And now all you're doing is every time you get a cha-ching, they take a small percentage out that you choose. 10%, 20 percent, 30%. So every time someone pays you chair around, someone pays you uh, uh, a haircut or any type of service for a five dollar deposit for an appointment, that's a whole nother conversation. That 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 deposit, they take a small percentage to pay back your working capital loan from the money that you borrow. 
Now, 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 let's get back to this because you asked a question about taxes. We talked yeah. about. Yeah. Imagine you work all year long. You take a working capital loan out in December because you know January is coming, so you can pay your taxes back. And then guess who pays your taxes back? The people, because of all the say money, that, that, the, the people. Who does? Yeah, all the people that are sending you the money, you're getting all the... Man, that's smart. You see what I'm saying? So, this is a way... <laughs> ching, ching, ching. So, how do I go about this, though? Like, do I... Yeah, that's what he said. We got to work on it. We got to work on the sound effects. Coming soon, yeah. So, how do I get in contact to PayPal, like, off my phone or... Yep. There's a couple different apps. There's PayPal here, where you take payments in the shop. There's okay. also PayPal, which is basically your bank. Yep. It's your profile. It's what you do. Your transactions going out. What you got coming in. You're going to have to get people to think differently on how they're going to do it. Now, one of the big things I have is $5 fees. If you want to book an appointment with me, it's a $5 dollar. fee. Does that go towards their haircut? No. No? See, I was thinking about do doing that. Yeah. What, what movie you like? What's the latest movie you want to see? I'm about to go. I'm about. Yeah, I did. Man. I got a. I have a four-year-old daughter. Now, look, I didn't cry. I didn't cry. I didn't cry. I, I swear. All adults went to go see the Lion King. We did because we grew up watching the Lion King as a cartoon. Let's be real. Yes. Did you buy tickets on Friday? I did. I yes. I did. Oh, you did. Yep. And so what happened? How much is each ticket? The ticket was like eight ninety five. Yes, there was. And, I, 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 was a, was and, and my wife hates. It was a dollar. To, okay, I, I think a dollar, right? Dollar fifty. Did you? It's three dollar convenience fee for Fandango if you buy a ticket. Okay. So you pay how many people you took? It's three of us, my so wife and my daughter. Nine dollars in convenience fee to buy a ticket to a movie that you wanted to watch. And that doesn't go towards my ticket. Oh my. the same thing, bro. If you want to sit in my chair, for you to sit on your toilet and not annoy me while I'm cutting somebody's hair. Yeah. I wish you guys could see my face right now. Like it, it's like. And you can charge them the same. That's crazy. Service fee. I like these are things I don't think about. No, I understand. Another question with with dealing with the issue. Um, the question is, all right, so most barbers have bad credit. Mm -hmm. Bad credit. They they ruin their credit with credit cards, all this stuff. How Mine is that. How is a way for them? To I think a lot of them don't have credit. Don't have or bad credit. And then if they, when they do get a little bit of credit, they're stupid with it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So how can are they able to establish their credit account? What's they buy they credit? buy sneakers, man. So there's a right. They, well, they, buy, they buy sneakers. sneakers man. There's a few things you can do. Um, find someone if if you can't do it, you just don't have the brain power or the the the, the skill or the organization to get it done. My recommendation is you hire someone who can help you with your credit. Okay. Let them go and do a repair. They're gonna do the same thing I'm about to tell you. They're gonna fill out a letter. Why don't you do this? Gonna, well, I, I have people to do it. I okay. have relationships with people to do it. So I don't do it because I don't have the time to do that. I'm not a credit Like class. a Tyreek Jackson credit class. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, we're doing one in Bronner's. I'm moderating. No, I'm moderating one next week. Next okay. weekend in Bronner. Oh. And so Efex is gonna be talking about how he was able to establish credit with not having any credit. You know, um, and his story on how he didn't wasn't able to get any credit, which is phenomenal, and how he's been able to transition, refinance his house, buy a brand new 2019 car, and so forth and so on. Travel across the world, like just stuff that's been going on because yeah. of that. But he didn't have it before, right? He didn't know. He, he wasn't experienced in it. Then you have um, some credit repair people who are going to be there. I'm going to share my experience that I didn't have anyone to go to. I, I just learn it. 
the hard way. Okay. Some of the, some of the grassroots beginning stages I've done, and then uh, we got Credit Carl who's going to be coming in, and he's a credit. Credit Carl. Credit Carl. You check him out on Instagram. It's phenomenal. He gives out free gems all the time. Okay. But what they're going to do? What they're going to do is this. They're going to fill out, a, they're going to pull your credit report, and anything that you want to dispute, they're going to send a letter to you. Okay. If you don't get a response in 30 days from that, you can do this yourself. But if you can't do it, get some, pay somebody to do it. It's worth it, okay? They'll dispute whatever's in there. Uh, if they don't respond within 30 days, it gets wiped out. Oh. oh! So that's number one, right? Let's get that out the way. You didn't respond fast enough, so that gets wiped out. Once stuff gets wiped out, now what can you do to increase? Because now your points go your up. Points go up. Exactly. Now your numbers are going up. So now you're in a better position. So it's about leveraging credit. Sometimes paying one thing off with this and using this or asking for a, a bigger limit. But you want to make sure you keep everything. If you do have a credit card and you are utilizing credit, um, make sure that you keep everything at 30% or lower. You don't want to be more than 30%. So what that means for some of you, simple math. The AR, APR, if whatever it is. If you have a $1,000 credit card spending limit, I you do. don't want the card to spend more than $300. Okay. That's 30%. Okay. okay. So you, you spend $300, you buy something, you pay, you pay it, right. You keep it at that. Th you want to have it. You, you want to show that you're using it because if you're using it, they give you more. Yeah. If you just have a good credit card, you got a $10,000 limit, you ain't spending it, they're not giving you nothing. You're not, they're not making money off of you. Off of you, yes. Right. So, not so you want to utilize it and, and use something that you're paying residually. They, they want to see that you're paying something. And so those are just a few few tips for, for people who need to either repair Great the credit tips. or just to get started with something. Uh, for a lot of people, you can go to your local bank and apply for a uh, credit card, right? It depends on what you're eligible for. Some can be secure, some can be unsecured. But you can go get a credit card. Don't ever ask for more money than you have. So if you got $3,000 in the bank, ask for a $500 credit card. Okay. Okay? You got to keep it below 30%. Work it, work it, work it. Pay it back, pay it back, pay it back. Use it. Pay stuff off. Do what you got to do. Get gas. Try like a debit card. And then in a year, you got good credit with them and say, hey, you know, I want to boost my limit up. Yep. And I go up to 2000 yep. Now you got more money in the bank. You know, banks, you don't get money when you don't have money. But that's yep. how people want money that's, when they yep. don't have it. And that's how people get in the gym. They say they get a $1,000 credit card, just, you know, 1000 but your job is only paying you three, four hundred dollars, and you still got rent, groceries, your car that you don't have. Then you can't pay, and you, and you get in trouble. You fall in, you fall in that, that, that. Yeah, I mean, they do that every week. The sneakers are getting ready to drop this weekend. I gotta cut ten heads because the sneakers about to drop. But I gotta pay my chair rent, and then they go get the sneakers, and then they lay on the chair, and they're like, "Yo, it was slow this week. No, you woke up late." You didn't come in, but you got you're grinding them. Yeah, 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 definitely. I'm glad I've never been a sneaker guy because I never understood that. I, 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 I am, and I was. Price drop. Yeah. Then I go get them. That's what we were just talking yeah. about too. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I like them, but I'll wait till yeah. they drop or something. Yeah. And like you know. Now I, I have a question. Like, okay, so I usually ask this to everybody. I have two questions, but um, one of them is, what is the funniest? Or the craziest thing that's happened to you at the barbershop? I have to, I have to ask him. The craziest moment. Like we, you know, Sam, Sam Flint, virologist. He told us his story, right? And he, yeah, he had a few. But one of his clients. I'm just gonna give you an example so you could. 
One of it, a client came in and one of his barbers were cutting hair. And the kid came in the chair and it was like, and the guy was like, okay, hey, what's your name? Danny. All right, Danny, what do you want? He said, a number 26. <laughs> so the guy goes, hi, uh, where do you want it? And he was like, so number 26 was on the board, right? Yeah, so the guy did the 26 freak and was like, hey, how he goes, no, I wanted the number 26. <laughs> so the so mom was like, you had six. And then the mom was like, he doesn't even play sports. Right. So she was like, what are we going to do with the 26? Yeah, so so we were dying laughing. And he was like, that was like, that just recently yeah, happened. So. I, man, 27 years, man. It's really hard to talk about one one moment. Yeah, I had a moment like you, that. You have a lot of moments. I, yeah, but, but I, I, I had a barber. His name was Doug. This guy was a comedian, like for real. But he yeah. didn't try to be funny. He was just fun. Yeah. And, uh... Oh, Jeff, yeah. Jeff. We had a, we had amazing stories with Jeff to tell. Jeff was hilarious. Um, Jeff was awesome. Jeff Gumprin. But, um, Doug... Doug, uh, when women would come in the shop, and I would tell him, hey, listen, you can't be, you can't be hitting all these girls that come in with their kids. Like, come on. He said, I'm grown. They like me. They like me. Right? And I'm like, all right, I hear you. So a girl would be like, are you cute? He flirt with him. But he would tell him from the very beginning, you don't want to mess with a guy like me. I'm a liar. I'm a cheater. And I promise you I'm going to mess your credit up. <laughs> and he would tell him this. And you know what? The girls would have the same response as you did. They would laugh. And two months later, they come in. <laughs> Doug ain't, oh Doug ain't this, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, Tyreek, where's he at? I'm like, I don't know. Like, well, he took the car last night. I'm like, he told, he told you, you this. Like, yep. yeah. I didn't believe him. You set me up. I didn't set, set you, you up. up. No. You yeah. That would happen all the time. Wow. Yeah. Um, shout out to girls, Doug, man. Yeah, shout out to Doug. <laughs> one, one of his girls, for real, she ran her van into the building. Oh, oh, like your shop? Yeah. She tried to kill him. Oh, he was wow. outside. She saw him. Ran up, hit the building. He ran, got out of Dodge, and she ran the van into the building. Wow. We still got the little chip of the brick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gone. Oh, I just put it like in a plaque and be like, this was Dutch. Yeah, Dutch. Plaque it out. But I had a cousin. I had a cousin who worked for me, um, Will. And it was his first week at the shop. He was transitioning from another shop. And my shop's really diverse. And so communication is important when you're cutting with people with diversity. Yep. And so it was a little white kid, soccer mom, her two kids, blah, blah, blah. This is a really cool story the whole ways around. So she comes in. Um, she says, hey, you know, I sit down. Like, how you doing? You know, she says, great. They're cutting them. They're getting ready to set them up. I'm listening to the one guy have this awesome communication with the kid, what he wanted. He has an idea. It took about five minutes trying to figure out what he wanted. Will was like, I don't know. And I'm listening to Number him. 26. Yeah, I'm listening to him talk to her. Right, uh, talk to the little boy, and I'm talking to the mom. I said, "Give one second. I said, "Are you sure you know what he wants?" I said, "I have a picture book here. Why don't you, you know, show him the book and see if that's." He goes, "I got this. I got the roadmap. He gave me the GPS. I got this." <laughs> I said, "Okay, we'll see." Okay. So I finished talking to the mom. She says, "We've heard about this place. Great reviews. And we did this before, like Yelp, Google. And she's like, great reviews. All the kids at school are talking about this place. So I wanted to bring my kids. It's in the city, so I wasn't sure." But man, it's awesome in here. This is great. The ambiance is good. And we're just having a conversation. He turns the kid around. The kid wanted two inches off. He gave him a number. I mean, he went one inch off. He gave him number one all the around. So when the kid looked in the chair, he turned red. He started tearing up in his eyes. And the mom was like, it looks okay.
okay. Right? It looks okay. That, but, but that means it doesn't he, look good. He wasn't paying attention. So yeah. It was embarrassing, but here's an interesting thing. About eight years later, I'm at a, an event. It was a golf outing. And I'm there. I'm talking to people. I'm networking with different business people there. And there's a lady sitting there. And she's like, so what do you do? I said, uh, I'm a barber. She goes, really? She said, oh, my God. I used to go to this amazing barber shop when my boys were young. Funny story. My son goes in and he cuts boy's hair all the way down and my son was crying but what happened was he went to school and the whole entire soccer team said oh he got his hair cut we're all going to get close yeah, yeah, so they all came yeah. right she goes i wonder what that guy's doing now and i was like what shop was it she was like oh the sharper and flower shop and i was like yeah which one you know and I, i'm not saying anything yeah. she's like but you recognize her i didn't recognize her okay. she didn't recognize me either okay so so she was just saying yeah she says there was this guy in there what was his name and i was like tyreek and she goes Joel. She said, Joel. That's him. Joel's my middle name. So everybody in the barbershop called me Joel. Joel. And so I was like, oh, okay. And I said, so now, now I'm probing. I'm like, so how did you like? She said, I really enjoyed the experience in there. She said, and it was cool because it was an inner city shop. My kids wanted to come in the inner city, but we didn't know what to expect. And when we got there, it was nothing like the newspapers made it seem being in the city. And it was just, it was a stigma around being yeah, in the city. Yeah, city. And so she loved it. They came all the time. But I never knew what happened after she left. She told me that story then. Yep. And sure. so I said, uh, I said, I'm Joel. She goes, No, you're not. I said, Yeah, I'm Joel. I said, I'm bald headed now and I got a beard. I said, so I pulled up my phone and I pulled up some pictures and I showed her. She was like, Oh my god, that is totally you. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was a that was That's a good story. Eight years later this yeah, it connected again, yep. you know. And it's crazy how the kid ended up going to school and what he was afraid of. Became, yep, popular. became popular. A similar story happened to me like that. Not, not to me, but to like a client. Oh, he cut somebody's hair. No, no, I didn't. Like the kid was scared to cut it, and I was like, "Trust me, listen." And then he was like, "His parents made me cut it low." And he was like, "This is stupid. This is stupid." Next thing you know, thirty kids from that town started coming in. Um. The kid loved the haircut and kept the haircut ever since. Wow. Like, he's like, I got girls now. And he touched my hand. Because it was like a skin type made, and he never had his skin. And they the bubble, and he loved it. And he was like, They're changing lives, man. You know, so. That's why it's important with the stuff that I'm putting out on Tuesday that barbers, if they're really listening and they're really understanding how to be a professional or how to change the way they think, how they view their customer or their clientele. With their guests. Those are three different people. A customer, a clientele, and a guest. They're three different people. Yep. You would treat a guest in your house different than you would treat a customer. Right? Right. Yeah. So there's three different types of people. And if you begin to shift how you're thinking at it, what happens is you become more impactful in your shop and in your community. So I'm hoping that the stuff that I'm putting out uh, ends up helping businesses more than anything. Yeah, definitely. We're big in the community yeah, too. We, we do a lot. I want to see you do more of those print sacks. Uh, I want to see more of that. Was, I don't know. If that was an impact on me. I'm like, <laughs> I want to do that. So like, just putting that whole so, thing together, so, I was like, that's gotta be so. So nah, I don't. I don't. Nah. Hey, when when I won the twenty-five thousand dollar battle, I didn't want to compete. I wanted to teach. So two things. I, did, I turned down the competition several times before I actually did it because I didn't want to compete. She promised me she, I would be able to educate, so then I did the competition. So that's how that started. Prince, 
It's not because I wanted to be Prince. Prince was because when I went to the shows back in 2004 and 5, everybody looked like a thug. Fitted hat, long white tees, long towns, right? So you remember the yeah. era, right? Yeah. So I wanted to go in and show them that there, you have to be a professional. So I had my hair styled, I wore a suit, I had dressed outfit all the time. Now I dress I'm casual, cool. Sometimes you see me in sweats or jeans or whatever. I can do that now. It's trendy now. But back then it was not. And you look like a thug yeah. or a professional. Yeah. You're in between. Right? And if you look like, uh, if you was in between, then you was probably gay. You know what I mean? So it was still in between. So I had this professional image. I got my suit on. Um, I was at the shows. And everyone kept saying, Were you frowned like upon when you wore the suit? Like no, I didn't care. No? Okay. No, I never really cared. back then, like, if you wore a suit, like, when Jay-Z wore a suit, we were all like, Jay-Z wore a suit? Yeah, I never really cared. Like, um, I had a strong sense of self-awareness when I was a kid, and I was a skateboarder. I was Puerto Rican. I got a black name. It was hard to fit in anywhere. You know what I mean? So, you did you. You did you. Yeah, I'm from Puerto Rico. I got a black name, right? What part of Puerto Rico? Uh, my family's from Bayamón and Ponce. Ponce! Like a black eye.
but I prioritize being organized, creating systems so that that way I can free myself up and they can run themselves. Okay. Okay? So, my shops. I haven't been full-time in my shops in 2008 because my systems are working in my shops. You have people there Absolutely. doing what you would be doing. Absolutely. So Two years ago, I had a conversation about me traveling more because I used to do this before for 2006 to 2008, that's all I did was travel and teach because I didn't have a school. So yep. I cut hair all week and every weekend I was at a show teaching. We didn't have social media. Exactly. So no, yeah. I was now marketing and networking and then going to the next show. Mm-hmm. So I was paying my own money to travel and fly and do all that stuff. Social media opened up the door for visibility. What I'm doing is only showing people what I already have been, been doing, doing all this time. Now it's just getting recorded and right. put out and there. That's it. So but, um, two years ago, my, my partner at the school was like, you know, I know you enjoy speaking. we got to get you out speaking a little bit more. And I said, that doesn't happen until we have other instructors that can run the program the way it needs to be run. Mm-hmm. When I'm not there, does it change a little bit? Is the energy a little bit different? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course. However, the system's in place, and guess what? The place runs the way it needs to run. Everything's happening the way it needs to happen, so it doesn't matter. And so now that I have people in place, I can walk away from my school and go to a show or go to an event and and, 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 and and focus on what needs to happen for that weekend and know in confidence that my instructors are doing what they have to do. There's a curriculum that needs to be put out. There's certain things that need to happen that week. And so those systems help. Family. Family is important, man. Communication is important. Yep. I need to have a strong communication with my family so she, so they know I'm traveling, I'm working. These are the weeks that I'm going to be home with you, and this is what we're going to be doing. doing yep. Right. So that way they don't bother me when I'm traveling mm-hmm. on the road. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. But it's, it's creating yes. systems. That's really, And you know what? Most barbers are liars. Sorry, guys. I'm just going to say that because I'm going to tell you what I mean. Yeah. You'll be like, babe, I'll be home and like, this is my last one. I'll be done in like 15 minutes. I, I'm guilty. You're a liar. I'm guilty. And then your man I'm, comes you know. in like, yo, you got me? And you're like, yeah, I got you because you want to you wanna yep. get that extra money because the kids want to go back to school's coming or whatever. So mm-hmm. you end up cutting them. And you lied to your wife. You lied to your lady that she was going to be home and you didn't make it home on time. He's a liar. Okay? Definitely. You're not trying to be a liar. I'm not. Okay. It just happens. Because you, you love doing what you do. You like being at work. You don't want to be nagging kids. But told your wife he was going to be there. So you have to mean what you say and say what you mean with your family. Because then when you say, we're going away this weekend, or we're going to the movies on Wednesday, that expectation, they can believe They have to be confident knowing that they're going. Babe, I'm taking off on Mondays, every Monday at 5 o'clock, no matter what. We're going to go on a date. We're going to get our nails and toes done. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to get my gators taken care of while you get all pretty up. I'm going to get the massage. And you just sit there. She might be having a regular conversation with me, Ling, or whoever's doing her nails, but she's there with you. And it's a dating moment. You know, and then you prioritize that time. Maybe your power is getting ready to drop. Right? Power about to come. Me and my wife, who has power? So power might be the thing. Like, come home. So we begin to create that. Yep. And so that's all communication though. And so when you learn to communicate effectively, right? And learn her love language, that's communicating effectively. Definitely. You begin to speak to the way she listens. That was deep. Oh, right that, was deep. that was deep. You begin you begin to speak the way she, she listens. listens. Because it's her language. Can we put that on a t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
putting it on your live YouTube. You know, more people need to see it. The repost pages aren't doing that. Your community has to share it. Sure. So that your fans, the people who are following what you're doing, they I get more reposts and shares from, from outside your community from, from us. Like you that was like, yo, today's live was dope. Yeah. And you share it. Yeah. It's important that you do that. Yeah. If yeah. you think what I'm doing is important, it's important that you screenshot something from my live or screen record and put it in your stories and say, you got to follow Tyreek. Not because Tyreek wants a bunch of followers, but because you think that the information I'm putting out oh, is helping out. It has industry. to be heard. Yeah. It needs to be heard. Because the repost pages aren't doing it. No, no. They want likes and follows and they yeah. want money to do yeah. whatever. I'm not asking for money. I'm not asking for tons of followers. I just want people to be honest. I want people to get information that's going to be beneficial and helpful for them. That's it. Yeah, I'll see the DM. It'll be like, hey, you want a repulsion? I'll be like, oh, all right. But then I'll read all the way to the bottom. They'll say, yeah, send me $50 and I'll repost you. And I'm like, all right. And I'm like. I'm gonna do it. 